and welcome to Opinionated Science, the podcast from Technology Networks. I'm Lucy, the scientific content producer here at Technology Networks, and today's episode is actually a crossover with our sister site, Analytical Cannabis, or AC. AC is focused on the scientific side of cannabis research, and today we'll be taking a look at how cannabis and CBD testing can be fully automated, and this episode is kindly sponsored by Perky and Elmer. Cannabis itself has been tested only for the past 100 years or so, and for the large majority of that time, the labs were actually partnered with the police and not commercial companies, so back then the analytical methods were a little bit more rudimentary. We've come a long way since then, and new legislations have been passed, demands have grown, and cannabis and robotics are now making a bit of an unlikely pairing. The cannabis and hemp industry is now moving at an incredible speed, and it's estimated that the demand for medicinal and adult recreational cannabis-based products, so THC and CBD compounds, will exceed 25 billion in the US by 2025. So some might say that the age of robotics has arrived, and to be honest, it's just in time to help check if cannabis batches are free of microbes and pathogens and other such contaminants. And perhaps some labs might even be able to have a total automated cannabis testing workflow. But whereabouts will the future of robotics and automation in the cannabis industry take us? And what would a cannabis and hemp testing workflow actually look like in full automation? To answer these questions and so many more, I'm joined on today's podcast by Toby Astor, who's Perkin Elmer's global market manager leader, who focuses on cannabis and hemp markets. Toby gives us a fantastic overview to the benefits of automating lab testing and Perkin Elmer's new QS Works 420 workflow, which is a technology platform which incorporates a complete suite of analytical instruments, software and calibrants and reagents designed to support the 17025 lab method accreditation for food and cannabis analysis. You're about to hear our interview with Toby in full. Hi, Toby. Thanks so much for joining me here today. How are you? Hi, Lucy. I am doing great. Thanks for asking. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear it. And I'm really excited to be talking to you today about fully automating cannabis and CBD testing workflows. So first things first, why is accurate, robust analysis of cannabis and hemp products so important for consumers and the industry as a whole? Yeah, that's a great question, Lucy. And I think what we have to recognize is that this is still relatively a new uh, market and product category. And at the end of the day, consumer health is paramount. So as we see um, new products come on the dispensary or the medicinal uh, shelves, uh, we want to make sure that those are fit for consumption. uh, And ultimately, the consumers and the patients is going to have a favorable um, experience. So understanding how it's made, stored and characterized is really critical. And so what do the current testing requirements for analyzing cannabis and hemp products look like in North America right now? That's a, an expansive question, as many know, because in the U.S., uh, cannabis is still federally illegal uh, to mm-hmm. schedule one. So what that has um, meant is that each state where there is either a recreational or a medicinal Um, license to test um, has its own testing requirements. Uh, So this means that every state that has legal cannabis uh, has a different set of um, tests that are required. 
However, if you take a, a, a higher level look, you can look down and see that they are categorized into a variety of different uh, disciplines around the different chemistries and microbial um, testing workflows. Um, just off the top of my head, what you'll find in most states in uh, the US are testing uh, for pesticides and mycotoxin residue, heavy metal contamination, as well as residual solvent uh, contamination. And you'll also see additional tests around uh, characterizing the product, such as the potency testing, which looks at the cannabinoids themselves, and then also terpene uh, testing, which looks at the flavonoids and the, and the flavor profile of a lot of these products. Uh, in addition, on the microbial side, you'll see a lot of um, pathogen testing done across the states. Uh, but ultimately, you need to consult the local state rules to find out what testing is needed. Uh, it's a little bit more straightforward in Canada uh, since mm -hmm. 2018. Cannabis has been federally legal and Health Canada has supplied a very comprehensive testing framework um, with 96 pesticides being tested um, in the chemistry uh, aspect uh, all the way through to the tests I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm, which I guess makes it a bit easier as well. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say easier. Um, I would say more uh, transparent. Um, I think at the end of the day, cannabis is one of the most challenging materials in the consumer or testing market to test just because it is a plant. It's highly heterogeneous. Um, if the flowers are extracted for the oils and the oils are manufactured into a consumer products such as edibles or tinctures, the additional raw materials or excipients put into that product can pose quite um, difficult to test for those low-level pesticides, for example, in the final product in the lab. And are there any drawbacks to the commonly used methods and techniques utilized to meet those testing requirements? I think all labs um, are always trying to be more efficient for both their business objectives and their client um, needs. And uh, we see a lot of effort and time spent trying to validate um, new cannabis methodology so that can be achieved. Um, and I think we've done huge progress in the last few years as some leadership um, thought leader groups have um, emerged in the market to share methodology because um, the biggest challenge is there are not uh, historic resources to go and follow to test these products. Um, but we are at a much better state than where we were say five or six years ago when the market was just very turbulent uh, and at times the testing was fairly um, poor. Um, now with greater oversight and laboratories required to follow certifications such as ISO 17025 or GMP up in Canada, there's a lot better um, control on the data and the accuracy. Uh, that being said, uh, the workflows themselves are quite cumbersome with multiple steps needed to prepare the cannabis sample to be accurately quantified. And it's looking like full automation of cannabis and CBD testing workflows will be the way forward. And can you explain uh, what this means a little more to us? Automation is a big uh, discussion right now, and it can come uh, into the lab in a variety of different ways. Uh, when we say automation, a lot of people immediately think of data automation or moving large data sets. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is critical um, because we know that every time 
a data point is transcribed off a desktop PC or moved from an Excel to a, to a LIMS, there's an opportunity for error. So automating that movement of data is critical in improving the quality of that workflow. So that is one, one pillar we've uh, addressed and identified in the cannabis lab. But we also looked at the current testing landscape and engaged with a number of thought leaders in the testing space. Over a number of interviews, we saw that the physical preparation of the cannabis sample was often less than ideal. And this is where we were able to use both the data automation and now the sample preparation automation together. So we are looking at using technology and a workflow that can be autonomously operated and prepare a cannabis sample from the starting flower to the final form, which in this case is in a two milliliter HPLC vial that can be just placed onto the instrument of choice. Uh, for pesticides, for example, that would be an LCM-SMS. And what we're able to do is remove all the hands-on reagent preparation and sample preparation steps through the addition of automation. So what we see being the, the biggest kind of value in adding automation is one, the data quality. Robots we know can be programmed to do the same thing repeatedly without or very little error. Mm -hmm. And secondly, allowing labs to more um, appropriately add their resources to higher value tasks rather than weighing or, or, or extracting a sample, a, a technician or, or, or a staff member can be now reviewing the data at the end. So really improving the overall efficiency of that workflow to give customers more samples through the lab. And um, could you explain what a cannabis and hemp testing workflow would look like in full automation? Yeah, this is the exciting uh, part for me uh, as I've been working around the cannabis space for the last six, seven years. And if you look back uh, and still today, a lot of labs have multiple hands-on steps. And if we look at some of the methodologies or SOPs out there, they can be quite cumbersome. Uh, yeah. The Perkinelma method uh, includes some extraction steps, some vortexing steps and some centrifuging steps. Uh, in addition, we see some other methodologies using uh, SPE or catches to clean up the sample. So a lot of hands-on and also a lot of consumables, um, which are not only quite costly at times, but can be quite environmentally um, bearing. Um, mm -hmm. So by adding automation, we can actually look to remove some of those items as they're not needed because the automation platform can do it and obviously increase the throughput or the speed at which it can be done without sacrificing the analytical quantitation objective. And then I'm sure there are many, but what are the advantages of automated cannabis and CBD testing? Yes, so um, as I touched on the data quality being consistent and also better, um, we also see the throughputs being uh, significantly higher. And this is potentially um, a big deal for a lot of high volume labs that are running hundreds of samples a week. Yeah. Um, we, we know that um, labs are increasingly put under more pressure by their clients to turn around the data faster. And 
if you look at the industry today, some labs are, are promising data within 48 or 72 hours. And at the surface, that doesn't seem like um, too much of a challenge, but when you actually get into the chemistry and the, the handling and the, and the testing of samples in this market, that is, is quite, a quite a challenge because they're, they're difficult to test. So what we've seen labs do is add second shifts. So they're employing or, or scheduling additional staff members to work a longer day. Okay. This is where we see automation really helping out because they can set the automation to go whenever they need to. Uh, for example, they could set it to run overnight all by itself and then in the morning come in and the samples are ready to go on the instrument. So just allowing laboratories more flexibility in their scheduling and their staffing. Uh, and also, particularly in the last 12, 18 months, uh, due to the pandemic, we've seen a lot of staffing challenges, whether it be more the traditional turnover that we've seen in staff moving from lab to lab, or specific influences from COVID where staff are really limited to how much time they can be in the, the lab. Mm. We see that these are unfortunately some some situations that might be here for a lot longer. And we see this as a great opportunity to automate that workflow where possible. And do you know where else Perkin Elmer might plan to include automation workflows in the future? Uh, that's a great question. And I'd love to answer that in regards to the cannabis and CBD space. But I also want to just look at where we've come from in our diagnostics uh, market um, approach. And mm -hmm. we are fortunate to have a very deep automation portfolio that has been used for many years and more recently extensively in diagnostic and clinical testing. So we have literally thousands of installations around automation that handle uh, human or health samples. So what we were able to do is recognize that depth in the portfolio and then take a specific lens at what the cannabis and CBD lab needs from it and develop and validate that technology. So for cannabis, uh, where we see automation adding considerable benefits and value is really, as I outlined, the sample preparation of the workflows. We've, we've chosen to launch our product uh, capable around the pesticide and mycotoxin first, as we feel this is one of the more um, challenging and um, time critical assays in the lab. But what we also realize is that labs have a similar volume of the other tests to perform, such as potency, residual solvents, or terpenes. So we have a roadmap to automate the sample preparation and analysis of those other assays as well. Um, when we look at the microbial automation, that's actually a mature product on the market today. Um, so labs looking to molecularly quantify their pathogens can leverage a similar automation sample prep platform for that qPCR workflow. So what we see is a, is a very autonomous um, cannabis lab in the future with really everything except the heavy metals likely being automated. Uh, and I say um, the heavy metals likely won't because the, the acids are quite, quite strong in that workflow um, and it wouldn't be appropriate to put those acids anywhere near the organic uh, workflows. So 
we still see that being somewhat uh, offline, but automating four out of the five tests is something that we uh, expect to be doing later this year. And uh, on top of that, including the heavy metals, is managing and automating that data management. So while we spent a lot of time on the hardware, we also spent similar time on the software. So now we can move the data across all the workflows and provide a lot more convenience to that lab in using that data to either report to their client in a certificate of analysis, for example, or uploading that data to their regulatory framework, such as metric. So um, really empowering labs to, to have more oversight on their tests so that they can be more successful in this market as it grows. And do you see more companies uh, sort of planning to adopt this technology in the near future? We do. Um, and if we look back to the other markets I mentioned, such as the diagnostics and even to the food and environmental testing landscape as well, we mm -hmm. see this as a common trend. So I think within the cannabis and CBD space, as the business um, increases and the sample testing requirement and the volumes increase, we're going to see the thought leaders in that marketplace adopt new technology. Uh, and we firmly believe that automation is going to be a big part of that. And then my final question, because unfortunately we're almost out of time, but I was wondering where you see the future of robotics and automation in the cannabis industry ending up more broadly. Yeah, that's an exciting one because I think we've had a lot of activities on the bench level in the testing environment. But I think because of how new the cannabis space is and having so much green pasture to explore um, operational efficiencies, we're expecting automation to start appearing throughout the vertical. Uh, we know that there is uh, currently a lot of automation in the cultivation space. Um, we also see that in the manufacturing of these cannabis products, such as edibles and beverages. And what we're really excited to do is to, to see the synergies between the testing automation and the manufacturing and cultivation automation and really standardize how those systems talk to each other so we can offer really any stakeholder in the cannabis and CBD environment um, better business um, tools and in instrument and infrastructure tools so they can make a better product and ultimately a safer product. Fantastic. I think that's a really exciting sort of ending to the podcast. So thank you so much, Toby. It's been great speaking with you today. Thank you, Lucy, for the opportunity. I look forward to following up with everybody shortly. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I hope you enjoyed that discussion between myself and Toby. And you now have a bit of a clearer idea of why accurate and robust analysis of cannabis and hemp products is just so important for consumers and the industry as a whole. And a little bit more of an idea on where full automation could be heading in the future. For more cannabis science coverage, please do head over to analyticalcannabis.com and please make sure you like, share and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. And I hope you'll join us again next time. 